Hey everyone, welcome to the newly branded Just James. This previously was Sanctus Radio, so some of the previous episodes on here are under the guise of Sanctus Radio. However, for today, I wanted to do something a little bit different and read out one of my latest newsletters. Never done this before. I don't know how it's going to go, if people are going to like it. However, I thought it would be a nice format uh, to share a piece of my writing with me reading it out. It might be another another way for people to engage and connect with it. Today's newsletter is on the fear of becoming, stepping into uncertainty. I'm at a sort of period in my life where I've just stepped down as the CEO of Sanctus. I'm entering a different way of being, really. It's a different role. It's kind of not a role. I'm just existing, uh, and I don't mean that in a bad way. And I've stepped out into a bit of uncertainty, like many of us often do after we make big life decisions. And I'm here, I'm going through it, I'm sharing this journey as I'm in it honestly. And I'm also seeing what life presents to me and the challenges that I'm facing as I'm as I'm within as well. So that's the context of what I'm about to share with you and I hope you enjoy it. Let me know if you do and here it is, the fear of becoming stepping into uncertainty. I'm not only afraid of what I'm letting go of, I'm not only afraid of what I'm losing, I'm not only sad for what I might say goodbye to in my life, I'm afraid of what my life may become. I'm afraid of who I may become. I'm entering a period of great change. I know I am, and I can feel it. I think I think I have been for well over a year, as the decision to step down as Sanctus CEO was the epitome of this change and has taken me about 18 months to come to terms with. I had to be able to let go of Sanctus as an object I identify with and gain my sense of self from. This is exactly what happened to me with my first business. I had attached so much of my self-worth and importance to my first business that when it failed, I felt like such a failure and so empty inside that I was completely naked, completely exposed and in a lot of emotional pain. I look back on that period quite fondly now, although I'd be happy not to relive it. Yet the power of that period of nakedness where my ego had been stripped away was that I was just nothing. I was just me as I am, the human that is me. From there, I was then able to organically follow my interests, my intuition, which in that case led me down a path that I could never have imagined, to opening up, to mental health, to Sarah, to Sanctus. The fear of letting go and leaving something behind I've found to be paralysing in my life a couple of times now. Both with different life decisions that for me have evolved around my work. Number one, being shutting down a business. Number two, deciding not to run a business. And for a period, the fear of what I would lose completely shut me down. Yet the fear of what may happen, the fear of the unknown, has in both cases been even more crippling and intense. Most recently, with Sanctus, I could cognitively get myself to the point of stepping down as CEO. Yet it took a long time to support myself enough in sitting with the question of, well, what then? What next? Who will I be? I remain still a little fearful of this uncertainty. Will I want to leave Sanctus forever? 
Do I want to be a primary school teacher? Do I want to sit all around and paint all day? How will I earn money? Will I lose my friends? Will I lose out? What about everything I've built so far? All of these questions are in my head and remain there even now. The root, the deep root that I'm returning to time and time again is the belief that without my work, without a business, without a brand, without possessions, objects, things, I'm not enough. My being alone is not enough. It's this one simple thought that is and has been destructive for me. As I step more into uncertainty, it's this belief that I'm beginning to dismantle. If I was naked alone on a desert island, I'd be curious, creative, ambitious, connected. I would be inherently good. I would be a happy. At my essence, I am enough. Or more plainly, simply, I am. As I enter this place, what many might call just being, I find it still scary and my mind, or you might call it my ego, is still looking for new things to latch onto and identify with. Art and chess have been my latest obsessions. Art began as a meaningful way to connect and to express myself. I'm really pleased that I've had a few people buy my art. Yet even with this, my ego began to gloat. You're an artist. I'm not an artist. I just like art and I'm enjoying it at the moment. I don't disbelieve in defining or labelling myself, yet I do when it's for the reason of creating an identity that others or I will admire simply for its label alone. Chess, too. It began after watching The Queen's Gambit and ended in me desperately spending hours playing back-to-back games on chess.com, another way to disassociate from being, to obsess over something else, to win. Again, sometimes just playing chess is pure, fun, free, and I enjoy it. I like playing. Other times, I must win. If I do not win, I am not enough. Something insignificant becomes a way to sate my desire for more. Being is hard, mainly because I'm not used to simply being and that alone being enough. Also, because it is raw, it is connected and it is intimate and there are mirrors up everywhere showing me who I am at my purest. What I am noticing though is that what is already there and when I look in front of me, I'll say that one again. What I am noticing, though, is what is already there when I look in front of me. Opportunity, potential, people, possibility. It's as if the world is beginning to come to me rather than I going looking for it. I've naturally reached out to people or people I have not heard from for a while have reached out to me. I've had opportunities come my way that I would not have expected. The beauty of just being is that life does all the hard work for you because life just is and I'm simply there with it as part of it. I realise I'm writing or speaking in another language, one that even I barely understand. Yet I know I'm speaking to what for me is a universal truth and comes from a place of inner knowing where even if others do not agree with my words, there is no right or wrong. Down here, wherever I am, all I know is that I can be anything, anybody, at any time. There is a limitlessness and the desire to be something is beginning to feel obsolete and irrelevant. What I am seeing is that this doesn't mean I do nothing. This doesn't mean I sit and meditate all day. It means that what I do is not how I define myself. The tasks I do, things I create or what I work on are parts of me being alive, not projections of who I am or what I am worth. Still, these words are tumbling out with me not being able to hold them all in. This is just my truth that I can write or say in absolutely no other way. Everything I'm experiencing right now reminds me so much of mental health. And why I and so many avoid stepping in to wholly look at our lives. The fear of what I may see is just one part. The fear of who I am and who I may become is far stronger. 
the travesty is that herein lies all the possibility and all the potential. I'm reminded of this again in what feels like a second big awakening in my life. And I'm humbled to laughter that I think I probably did at times believe I'd cracked it. For so many years, I've plagued myself with the question, who am I? I was looking for the answer or the definition, the perfect Instagram bio. Yeah, with my feet on the floor right now, I don't want to know the answer. I just want to ask the question. And I keep asking the question, maybe with one extension. Who am I in this moment? If you've listened, thank you to... If you've listened, thank you for being one of the first to listen to me reading an article that I've written. That's the first time I've ever done that, so thank you. I enjoyed it. I found it a bit strange reading something I'd written because I didn't feel like I was being honest, even though when I was writing it, I felt like I was being really honest. So yeah, that was uh, unique. I don't know if reading it word for word is the most helpful or going a bit ad lib. Uh, because it's a different form of expression, obviously. So I'd love to know what you think. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a really true piece of writing. <laughs> um, so, I, so I don't think I could say it other way, any other way. And um, yeah, it was, it's been fun to share in this way. So I'm going to see how this goes and potentially we'll do this again if people are interested or it's a great or it's a good form for me to do this so thanks for listening catch you soon please be in touch you can use anchor to send a voice message or you can connect on linkedin or uh, go on jamesroutledge.co sign up to my newsletter so you can get this in the written form if you're not reading it from the newsletter if you are reading it from the newsletter please drop me an email say hello say how this has landed with you cheers have a great day and goodbye